Introducing the Little Giants Podcast, brought to you by Highlight Hub, hosted by Elric Allison and Joey Riccatoni. All right, we're recording. What episode is it? It's a Thirty-three. Michael the Burner Turner. Michael the Burner. Turner. Sorry, I had to stack up my mic, get it a bit higher. But this is it. This is the big kahuna. This is, we've, can, let's get a round of applause for you and I, my friend. We we started this thing. <laughs> this is what we put in all those hours for. That's why we lifted all them weights. Yeah. Exactly all the way, right. touchdown, just like the theme song says. Hey, man, we've, uh, we started this thing in week four. We're all the way to the Super Bowl. I am like... So surprised we made it this far, to be honest. Really? What knowing, was me, knowing me, I thought I definitely would have quit like months ago. I probably have tried multiple times. You convinced me. <laughs> well, otherwise. I mean, I mean, two minutes before this show, what would happen? Really, <laughs> didn't do it. So it's an ongoing affair. But hey, man, uh, yeah, we got a we got a couple five hundred view videos, and uh, you know. We're Rome wasn't built in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day. Let's. It wasn't. It definitely let's keep wasn't. Being charming, handsome dudes. Sam said no. Elric was it? My, is it the hair thing? Are you mad at the hair? Um, it's pretty fresh, man. I like it. So episode, I was tired of having hair. Yeah, dude. My I I I I got like this bird British kid thing going on right now. It's just. I think it's a tough look, mate. <laughs> A holler at a bird. Uh, do they say holler? I don't think so. I don't know. But they call girls birds, so that kind of makes sense. But whatever. Nice. Let's get into this thing. Super Bowl. Is this Super Bowl 55? I think so, yeah. LV. Yeah, that would be 55. LV, baby. So Super Bowl Las Vegas um, in Tampa Bay. In Tampa Bay. And uh, right now, I'm pretty sure the line's still at minus three and a half for Kansas City. So I think all things considered, that's pretty accurate. You can't really make things any tighter than that. Most games are decided by three points or seven points. So somewhere right in the middle is pretty solid. And who are you leaning on going in two days out? Who you got? Because last week you were preaching the Kansas City blues. Well, I mean, last week I was a Tampa Bay guy. Tuesday, I switched over to Kansas City. I'm sticking with Kansas City. Okay. I, I still, again, the more I think about it, I, I went back and watched some highlights from the last time they played, and I know you can't compare, you know, a team heading into the Super Bowl to what they where they were in the regular season. Like, we saw that. You see it all the time. Like, teams can get the better of teams, right? you know, in the second matchup. But just the, the skill position guys in Kansas City against the, the defensive skill guys in Tampa – it, it didn't look pretty, man. Yeah. Like Tyreek Hill had 270 yards. That's not no, a fluke. That's mo- not an accident. Most of that came in the first quarter, if we're being fair. That, that's- <laughs> <laughs> they, they got a hold of it Fine. in the third and fourth, all right? Did but, they, though? Eh, more or less, more or less. The one I was watching those highlights, too. 
and the one whoever was covering him was in perfect position it was just an amazing throw and a solid catch but which again that's the thing right like pat mahomes is first of all he has two of the most dynamic guys in the league but also they don't need to be wide open for him to get the ball to them right he can he can put it into as tight of a window as anyone so i don't know i love brady it's hard to bet against him but I just think your time is up, old man. Time has finally beaten Tom. Okay, let's save score predictions until after. Also, yep. right now, I'm still in in Tampa Bay. I was watching Tom Brady's top 10 moments in bed the other night, and it was just speaking to me. <laughs> I like it was that. Just you. It was just you and your Tom Brady pillow. <laughs> and my TV 12 hat. You know the cone one. What yeah, are, and then you and then you close. Cat? You close your eyes and you picture that you were his son, and he came came in and just gave you one little tech. Just a white son. Yeah, just a wet one. <laughs> um, but I just you, you. Here's the crazy thing that I was coming to a realization. It's like 2007 when he had that insane season with Randy Moss, and they lost to the Giants. That everyone knows. That was 13 years ago. Yeah. That's insane. And he's back again, right? So all things considered, it's. I just think he's redefined the position where it's like being a great boxer in the sense that you just get better with the more bouts in the ring, obviously, until it's like the point of diminishing returns. But I think he's still very much there. And... You know, I, I just I, I don't see any decline in his game. I think he's only gotten better since his last two seasons in New England. Even in that last Super Bowl run when they beat the Rams 10 to 7 or whatever, he threw for like 169 yards. And I think I don't even remember who the MVP of that game was. I think it was James White or something like that, but it was a completely underwhelming performance from his part and Gronk looked older too, but now it's like Gronk's looked better than he did in since his second last season with Tampa Bay or sorry with new England. And Tom is looking better than he did in his last two seasons with new England easily as well. So I think all things considered, it's really going to come down to, not who has the ball last, but it's gonna be it's gonna be in that last two minutes. It's gonna it, I think this thing. No, gonna... I I do think it is gonna be who has the ball last or who makes the mistake. Mm-hmm. It, it like these are two really good football teams, two all time great quarterbacks. I mean, Mahomes isn't an all time great in terms of what he's accomplished, but in terms of talent, and if you extrapolate what he's done in four years across like a fifteen year span, he will be an all time great. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's going to be, like, which defense can force one mistake? Right. You know? But I, to your point about Tom Brady, it's like, I think he benefited so much um, from not being an elite physical talent ever. Mm-hmm. He never had a huge arm. He never, you know, he's not an athletic guy. Like, he's an athletic guy, but not, like, a elite athlete at the quarterback position or anything. Right. And so – you see that it's like, even if his arm does start to diminish a little bit, that was never his strength. That's never the thing he relied on. Mm-hmm. 
And so I think that's why his he's been able to play as long as he has, as opposed to like other guys. Definitely. Like I, Ben Roethlisberger is like, he was always like big arm, physical guy, hard to bring down, extends plays. And then, you know, he's taken a lot of hits. He's had the Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. Now he doesn't have that big arm. And it's like, what is big Ben now? Right. He's just an oaf. He's a loaf. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this was kind of the thing that was going through my head as well when I was watching him. And I was thinking about the Bens and all of these other guys. There's a lot of dynamic players who have signature things and their mechanics are really recognizable by a way they release the ball or whatever it is. And then when you look at Tom Brady, you go, oh, he's the best because he hammers the mechanics and is so orthodox the way he plays the position, but he's just consistent to the point where he's developed the best touch on the ball. No doubt. Like you watch him throw. He has that high release point. He can drop the ball in into very compact zones, but he throws a soft ball and it's just from thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of reps of doing it the right way over and over versus being like a big Ben where you're throwing sidearm and doing this thing. And then 15 years into your career, you blow your elbow out and you also don't take care of yourself. Right. So I think that's one of those things. And he works with Tom house who works with MLB pitchers and he worked with Drew Brees. And I think that's, the biggest separating factor with Brady and why he's still so good is because when you're throwing with proper mechanics, you're using all the proper movements within the body. So the ball is being thrown more effortlessly and it's less impact on your shoulder to, and I, your elbow and all that. I hate to interrupt you here, but you're cutting out like crazy in the live stream. Am I? Yeah. Like probably none of that actually registered. Really? <laughs> yeah, and even uh, we even have a couple comments here talking about it. What's it saying? See, yeah, it's not even showing up on mine. Yeah, it's just uh, Sam and Andrew saying that uh, your feed is cutting in and out. Yikes! Okay, so I mean, it's all being recorded, anyways. But yeah, you can you can check that out. But um, regardless, his mechanics, his touch, all of those things are what has allowed him to play for so long and you just haven't seen any sort of taper from that high level no and like i think it was so funny this week they like did a super cut of like for the past four or five years max kellerman on first take has been talking about like brady he's like he's about to fall off the cliff it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and they've been saying that for for the last like maybe even six years Mm mm-hmm you know, it's like it's basically like the name Tom versus time is perfect because it's like everybody is just waiting for him to to hang him up right? so that it can be like a free for all. But until then, it's like, you know, there are three things that are guaranteed in life, death, taxes, and Tom Brady's going to be in contention for a Super Bowl, at that least. Is, that's what they say. You know? But, I mean, how cool would it be? Like, we, us and our group of friends are old enough where we could have kids at this age and it would be completely reasonable and good and healthy and whatever. So our kids could see Tom Brady play realistically. If he plays another two, three years, you know, you have an Elric Jr. coming out. He's going, 
who's that dad who's that blah 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 and you're like i was saying the same thing kid i like i remember being in elementary school and having a tom brady sticker on my agenda it was like drew bledsoe tom brady is all these little football stickers and i remember crossing out tom brady's face because you know that's all you know as a kid you're like this guy wins all the time and he's the worst and we hate him because we're buffalo yeah supporters. that's the, that's the thing like as a person who's a fan of an afc team until this year, I, I refuse to give Tom Brady his due. I would never say a nice thing about Tom Brady until he moved over to the NFC. And now I'll compliment him. And that would be like, yeah, like, I mean, it's you can't argue that he's the best. It's like a moot point at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I think a better argument is like, is he the greatest athlete ever? Yeah, that's the thing where people go, oh, well, he doesn't have to run and he doesn't have to be whatever. It's like it's still the hardest position in sports. Well, then, no, but like, no question. You think about you think about Tiger Woods. Like, do you still consider him an athlete? He doesn't. He doesn't have to run. Right. He's still an all-time great athlete. Right. I digress. Right. That's not. That's not what we're talking about here. That's not what we're about here. But I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, that's getting into the semantics of it. But in reality people need to sit back and enjoy it. And people like Max Kellerman, why do you want Tom Brady out of the league? It's, it's amazing. You're watching greatness happen every day. And I think that's the thing is that people can't palette the greatness because it's weird to see someone be this good for this long. And I'm sure well, yeah, people you- felt the same way about Michael Jordan when he was going on his fourth NBA championship, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it, you just gotta like, especially at this age, like maybe in high school, I couldn't really appreciate it. And also, you know, he wasn't even then when he was already the greatest quarterback ever, he still wasn't as great as he is today. Right. But it's like, at this point, you just got to like sit back and enjoy it while you can. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I remember it was, it was really the Seattle Super Bowl, which is like three Super Bowl visits ago for him yeah. where people were like, okay, he's the greatest of all time, no question. And then there's the Atlanta comeback. And then the loss to Philly, but then he comes back and beats LA. Well, yeah, like, because like before that Seattle Super Bowl, it was like his last two appearances, he had lost to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, okay, sure, Tom Brady won Super Bowls with an all-time great defense. Because right. that's what those early 2000 Patriots teams were. Right. Where they were all time great defenses and Brady was just like, again, I hate this term, but he was the game manager for that team. And so, but yeah, when he won that Super Bowl and then the run he's been on since then, it's like, when do you see a quarterback start to peak at like 38? Right. You know, and he really has peaked. He's yeah. done. He did like the 28 year old peak, which is natural for sports. But then he he just goes, oh, I'm going to eat avocados and go body by bands and then just be the best. You're on to something, man. Yeah, I know. And then at 43 to have the second best season of your career. Right. It's nuts. It's just yeah. insane. You know, like, yeah, oh, 100 percent. And. I think all things can. Cons- I think he could totally. He totally. If if they had had a proper training camp and had really gotten in sync earlier, and AB was there the whole way, he totally could have broken his fifty touchdown record that he had in 07 with Randy Moss. What he had forty three this year. Yeah, 
It was, and, it's realistic for sure. Cause he had a lot of very average or below average games. Like you cross out both of those saints games and the Chicago game where they should have really lit them up. It's easily could have had seven, eight more touchdowns that season. Joe, your Wi-Fi is killing us, man. Oh God. Okay. Whatever. We're, we're going to have to keep on pushing on here. Um, okay. But back to the Super Bowl. back to the matchup. Yeah. Okay. I just think, you know, some about Spagnolo. He's been able to get after Brady. He's been able to get in his grill. And like, I know you talked about Tampa's, uh, Tampa's front four and how they're going to be able to get pressure on Mahomes, which I completely agree with. But I saw this thing. I saw this, like, I saw a graphic of Pat Mahomes' stats under pressure and how his passer rating under pressure is equivalent to like Drew Brees's over like under normal circumstances and his pass rating was like second best in the league. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so what do you do? Even if you do get pressure with four on Mahomes, right? he can still deliver. You can't blitz him because he'll just tear you apart. Mm-hmm. I think I just, and you know what? Like I think Kansas city's defensive front doesn't get enough love like Frank Clark and, um, Chris Jones. Yeah. They're both beasts. Definitely. It's like that that defense is a lot more than just Tyron Matthew. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's I think it's just hard to stand out in when your offense is that good. It's hard to stand out. You know, it's yeah. it's not like they were led there by their defensive effort, but if they if that defense was the Browns defense or whatever, that would be the whole narrative. Be, right, well, just they, just because you're not like, us here. just because you don't look like the like 2000 Ravens where freaking Vinny Testaverde is your quarterback <laughs> and you know you're you win by scoring 12 points a game. Like, yeah, wasn't it mean, Trent Dilfer? Oh, Trent Dilfer, right? Was yeah, it Trent Dilfer? I think yeah. so. Dill Pickle. Um, Let's get into this. And, it, and just in case my thing's cutting out or whatever, just repeat our, my prediction when I give All mine. Right. So give All me right. your your winner, your score prediction, and your Super Bowl MVP. And if it's heads or tails, because I know a lot of people are interested in that <laughs> too. All right. Let's start with the coin toss. Tails never fails. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm left-handed, and so I've always kind of felt – some sort of closeness to tails. It kind of feels like the left hand of a, of a coin. <laughs> sure. Anyways, so I'm going tails. I'm going 34-31 Kansas City. So I got Tampa Bay covering the line as of today. Okay. But I got 34-31 Kansas City. Pat Mahomes is the MVP. Three touchdowns. Okay. All right. Nixon, <laughs> I'm going. Thirty-eight, thirty-five, Tampa Bay. Heads on the coin toss. Okay. Tom Brady, MVP. That's the thing, though. Tom Brady really doesn't win MVPs. In, no. in the Super Bowl, like no. he he'll win, but for some reason it's always like they never give him the MVP. 
I mean, in that Seattle one where it was, I think that'll be probably the closest comparison to the Super Bowl. He was, I'm pretty yeah. sure, because he threw. And he was in the. Yards. And he was in the Atlanta one. And the so I think it's going to be that kind of thing, and it'll have yeah. to be basically on him for the most part. I still think Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones have big days too, but going 38, 35, Tampa Bay, Tommy B, seventh Super Bowl. That's what I got, man. Hey, man. Honestly, I hate the Chiefs. I'm going to be rooting for Tampa Bay. But, you know, on brand, I think I just maybe like the underdog in all situations because on brand, I'm I'm rooting for the team. I'm rooting against the team I picked. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope mean, you're right. It's a win-win. Right. It's a win-win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a great story if Tom Brady can leave New England first year in Tampa, win a Super Bowl because – even though people were like, yeah, you know, uh, Brady's going to make Tampa into a great team. No one expected them to win a Super Bowl year one. Right. Nobody. So I think that's just like, again, there's nothing left. Brady has nothing left to prove, but it just is is the icing on the cake of like how great he really is. Definitely. So Cam is asking about some prop bets here. Um, what's the weekend's first song going to be? Uh, can't feel my face no 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 it's too dark too dark of a song can't feel my face is the is the first song no i i think it's the hills and then it goes into i can't feel my face because i think it's going to be dark and it's like do 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 i don't see him doing the hills it's not like poppy enough yeah oh maybe star boy all right who do you like as the first touchdown scorer give me um Meekle Hardman on an end around. Ooh. Hmm. I'm actually going to go first touchdown scorer, Mike Evans. Okay. Mike That's Evans. pretty good. Um, Sam's talking a bunch of gambling mumbo jumbo. I don't bet on sports, so I don't know. If you want to look into those and explain them, do Not your thing. A, but your my feed is destroyed. This, this yeah, I mean you're up. just you're just a spinning wheel on my thing. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, maybe repeat my thirty-eight, thirty-five prediction in case they didn't right. hear it. But for those who didn't hear, Joey predicted thirty-eight, thirty-five, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady MVP. I know they heard you say heads because Cam said a bad words. Uh, he said the f word heads, Joey. <laughs> Tails never fails. (laughs) Except when it's heads. Um, But, I mean, hey, this episode was all about the Super Bowl. We're doing it quick and dirty, getting getting it in. Nothing else matters. I'm very excited, man. We're both picking different teams. I think we should have a little wager here. Not money-wise, but... I mean, I'd put 10 bucks on it, just on... Straight up winner. All right. 10 bucks on the winner. All right. I thought maybe we could give something to the fans a little bit more, but. Okay, what? Mm. I'll shave my head. I'll shave my head. If That's the like <laughs> you're just going down one size on the buzzer. Yeah. Um, hmm. The loser has to wear a wig for the entire next podcast. How about that? Do you have a wig? I don't have a wig. I think I think Mel has one from 
from uh, old Halloween costume where she was uh, Uma Thurman from Pulp Fictions. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> you'll sure. Just lo- you'll just look like the 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 costume person from The Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> or Anton Chigurh. <laughs> that too. Okay, so that's the wager. Loser does the the Tuesday podcast. Oh, Cam Cam says no head shave. No head shave. No, like no comma head shave. Like he wants you to shave your head because Kansas City is gonna win. It's kind of it's not as good as the wig. Yeah, and I mean I have way less to lose on that because it's literally. I mean I don't care. I cut my hair myself. I, I would buzz it. That's me. Like there's there's nothing there's nothing rough about that to me. We'll do the wig. We'll do the wig. We'll do the wig. We'll do it live. Um, when Bill O'Reilly. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Okay. This has been fun. Thank you, everyone, for watching. We're going to hop off now. Cam, Cam says uh, if Kansas City loses, I have to shave my beard. Done. I'll do it. Sure. And Joey has to shave his... Uh, you know, grade nine mustache. So pretty good. It's coming in. It's coming in a little bit. But um, yeah, man, we'll be back Tuesday to recap everything. Someone's gonna be wearing a wig, and uh, it'll be a good time. And get better Wi-Fi for that. Yeah, I will. Right. Thanks everyone for tuning in. See you guys later. Respect is earned. Riff side. A little Your team sucks, see?